another edition of Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. My name is Dan Ledbetter, and with me, as always, the lovely and talented CEO, founder, and resident mama bird of Little Bird Marketing, Priscilla McKinney. Good morning, Priscilla. Good morning, Dan Ledbetter. How are you today? I'm good. I'm I'm ready to have fun. Are you? Yeah. Well, yeah. A, I want to talk. I want to talk about something fun and funny with you. Okay. Like, you know, a lot of times I have stuff to say and it's a lot of me talking, but I think it gets so funny when you and I talk back and forth because we're two funny people. All right. I can engage. So I thought maybe today we would talk about a subject that is near and dear your heart and mine. Oh, uh, ostriches (laughs) wearing lederhosen or what is it? (laughs) Oh, I have so many things on this lineup that I'm not sure I should say. There are so many things where we connect in interest. Thank goodness (laughs) for editing. That's all I'm saying. Not many are suitable for this podcast. No, that's for the (laughs) after 9 p.m. podcast. (laughs) That's like, you know, the the one thing we don't have in common is I don't understand your fascination with zombies. What? I just don't even get it. Vampires, zombies, after, you know, midnight, what goes on? I have no interest in the macabre. Oh, my God. And... I'm serious. It's so funny. It's like the one disconnect I have with you. Wow. See, I yeah. would have thought you would have, you would have totally been into at least some of that stuff. Not at Not all. Not at all. Yeah, like no interest in horror None. films or anything. You know, like The Ring. Okay, I like to go over and like go to people's houses. Well, you know my neighbors. And we went through this spell one year where like for, I don't know, it was like 10 weeks or something. Like every, we'd come over once a week and just scare ourselves to death, you know? <laughs> And we just got into, I don't know how it happened, but we just got into it or whatever. And then I'm out of it, you know, but it's because that's social to me. I don't like to be scared myself. I like to be, I like to be scared half to death. And I go through this, this range of emotions where someone scares me. I'm so angry at them. And then I start laughing. Right, right. You know, immediately. And I just think, good one, good one, you know, but (laughs) I, I I can be scared so easily, but I I do enjoy it. But I don't have this love of the macabre or the dark side of things. I don't have that like you do. Wow. Well, I don't know. It's, I, you know, and it's so funny because it's been with me for as long as I can remember. I mean, even when I was a little kid, like in, in up till third or fourth grade that's like the earliest i can remember well no actually before that this is this will kind of this will give you some background into me i remember when i was like five years old mm-hmm. i was painting a model like this was back in the day when you could go to the store and buy those little uh, bottles of testers paint that you paint oh, yeah. models uh-huh. with. well i was i was painting the wright brothers kitty hawk and for god knows what reason i was painting it bright red and i knocked the paint over on my desk Mm-hmm. And I'm going, oh, no, what am I going to do? I've got to clean it up. So the only thing I could find on the floor was my teddy bear. Oh so I grabbed gosh. the teddy bear, and using his back, I wiped up the paint. Mm-hmm. And then I turned him around and looked at it, and I started laughing. <laughs> and, and you're I, like, cool. I did, and I took it <laughs> into my mom, and I said, look, Mom, I shot my bear with a shotgun. Oh, my god! I'm not even kidding. And that's like... See? Creativity, and you know what we said in the the podcast about creativity was that you know Pablo Picasso said first you must destroy something. Yes. 
Well, no, and go. that's how creativity is born. So, see, you discovered yourself. I did, right? yeah. <laughs> it turns out I'm a weirdo. <laughs> exactly. I'll fly my flag high. Well, now you know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, well, I thought we'd talk about podcasting because that's where you and I intersect a lot. I love it. You love it. You know, we can't get enough of it. And there's something about it. It's different from a blog. It's different from a vlog, even. Right. It's different. You know, from just sitting down and consulting with someone, it's it, it's it, there's just something different about it. Yeah. So I thought we'd we'd talk about it a little bit. And people ask me all the time, you know, why do I podcast? And I think that's interesting too. Well, that so, is an inter- that is an interesting question. And th- this is kind of a Zen moment because we're podcasting about mm-hmm. podcasting. <laughs> Riddle me that exactly. <laughs> Well, let's well let's let's take it. Let's start from your side of it then. What okay. so? What was it that led you to believe that you needed a podcast for your business? Well, I started out blogging, and while I think I'm a good writer, I think I'm better live. Mm. I when I shoot from the hip, something happens that's a little mystical, magical, as my old friend Joe likes to say, and um, I just. It, you get a better sense of who I am. And that's kind of one of the limitations of blogging is that right. it, you have to have a very, very strong writing voice in order for your personality to come out. Yes. And, uh, you know, while there are a lot of interesting tips and tricks for that, like some of the things I like to do is small staccato punctuated sentences. Right. You know, like when I write, I remember writing for one of the clients and I was trying to be a little funny and letting a kind of a funny voice come out and, it was on a computer uh, networking website, and it says, you say it doesn't work. Um, oh, what was it? Uh, you're on a need-to-know basis. You already know too much. <laughs> you know, call, call, you know, monitor technology. You know, so it's like, I, I think you can, you can get your voice out through writing. It's just very difficult. Right. And it's very time-consuming. We talked about that with talent. And uh, so a strong voice is what sets really great writers apart. But, you know, just there's something about just being yourself that yes. I like about podcasting. Yeah, and I for agree. Ill, for ill or for good, because I'm sure I've said things, and people have quoted me back to me from podcasts. That's a very When Harry Met Sally moment right there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever quoted me back to me. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> So there's some I don't like in some ways that accountability because I'm also a very off the cuff person. Right. But I just had to get comfortable with that. You know, I maybe I say something and, you know, six days later, I think the opposite. That's obviously exaggerating the point. But, you know, your perspective does change and morph over time. And you can't be just tied down to I've got to get it 100 percent right every single time. Yes. And I agree. I think, you, know, you have a different opinion on Tuesday than you do on Wednesday. Right. Well, that's the thing about being being a human being. It's like, as much as people would like to put you in a box, it's like you are you are continually changing and morphing and growing. It's like you're not the same person you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think people tend to like to put people in a grid work or in a box and say, well, this I know this person. This is how they are. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what the beauty of podcasting is as opposed to writing because you can write something and it mm-hmm. can be on paper and you can read that thing and it could be interpreted 150 different ways. Right, right. Whereas, it's like I say to people a lot of times, uh, you know, I ask clients all the time, well, what are you thinking? And I say, and then I joke around, I go, 
Now, I didn't mean, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and they laugh every time, and it gets, you know, brings the pressure down. Like, I just really do want to know, what are you thinking? Right. And I don't want it to be, because I, you know, as a marketer, really, and as a designer, creative director, those kinds of things, I can only do my job really well when I know what someone else is thinking. And so that inflection is totally lost in the written word. And I like to, you know, accent it or punctuate it, I guess, call attention to it when I'm talking with people so they get the sense of, okay, no, she. it's like I interrupt the pattern. Oh, no, she really does want to know what I'm thinking. And so, right. you know, I use humor for that, and so do you. Sure. But I think that calls attention to people about, you know, the way that you use language in order to really engage with people. Right. And that's what podcasting does. But you ask, like, why I started it, and I was saying that I, you know, I didn't feel that my voice was as strong in blogging, but why did I start blogging? That's to build a platform. Sure. And so really, you know, I think primarily I do podcasting because it's fun. It, it, it makes sense to me. I, I really do like it. But in the end, what I'm trying to do is build a platform that people can access my expertise who normally wouldn't. Yes. And get a taste of, you know, what it is that I do. And hopefully I'm helping someone out with a tip or trick or, you know, just make them look at their business maybe a little bit differently today. And, uh, and I think I do that better on podcasting. M my trainer said the other day, I'm, you know, I'm working out and, right. um, you know, I, she says, Oh, well, Hey, what about this business fair or this uh, health fair that's coming up? Do you ever go to those or you have clients or whatever? And I can't help it. She's like, I'm thinking about a giveaway. I can't help it. I can't help but give her free consulting. Right. Right. Of course, she's punishing me. <laughs> yes. Drop and give me 50. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, it's like a, it's like that kind of access. I think it's intimate like that. You know, it's mm -hmm. like the people that are around me get these freebies. And, uh, and I love that because we're in relationship and it makes sense. But you can't really do that on a wide spectrum, really, without podcasting, I right. think. Right. So, but I, I think it's fun. I also, we've mentioned before about how I'm this weird, you know, dream whisperer. Yes. And I like to think that people listen to this podcast and get energized about their thoughts, about their dreams, about, wait a minute, this is, this is possible, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, this idea that I have, I could, you know, just kind of stoke up this, you know, fire over here a little bit more and that could work or it's also if I've committed to something and this isn't working for my business, I hope to give people the freedom to say, let me rethink it, hmm. you know, and in that, what I love about other podcasts is that I think podcasting can demystify some things right. as in like, well, how do you even do a podcast? Or, you know, it's this very honest and transparent thing where here, you know, you and I are just two regular people who've known each other for a lot of years. Right. And we have a good chemistry and a good rapport. And so, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the Prince song, you don't have to be rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's very true. Though. These things are that, that people are doing that are so way out there. I like that demystifying of it. Like if you want to do a podcast, you can. Yeah. That's the thing I love about this medium is, and you don't have to have, um, a million dollars worth of recording equipment. I mean, good mm -hmm. Lord, the first podcast I did, mm -hmm. I had like a six, I don't even know if it was a $6 uh, microphone headset <laughs> that yeah. I bought at Staples. And mm -hmm. like, and I, we were just, we were just using it. My friend uh, in Chicago and I were just using it to talk back and forth. And 
we started going, oh, man, we need some of this stuff is really funny. We need to start sharing this mm -hmm. with our other college buddies. And we couldn't right. think of a way to share it in such a way that it was feasible. Like you can only I think Gmail only allows you 25 uh, megabytes to send. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, well, how can we do this? Oh, well, let's record our calls and we'll just put them up on on a little website and then they mm -hmm. can go there and listen in. Like it's it's a way of getting everyone together. And that's how we started podcasting. We didn't even know the term podcasting when we right. were doing it. Right. And You're just audio sharing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then yeah. it started taking off. And we, we realized after about eight months of this, uh, my friend Jerry had just put a, a traffic monitor on there to see, you know, who was who was going there or what was going there. After six months, we had over 100,000 unique downloads. Oh, my word. And I'm going, this is insane. And so we oh, thought, what is this? Yeah. Well, what would happen if we really got intentional about mm -hmm. about doing this? And so we mm -hmm. started doing one on uh, on horror films, and then we did a second one on absinthe. And well, see, I, you talk about what you know. <laughs> exactly. It, it just kind of, it just naturally comes forth. So, it's, yeah. You're not trying and you're not, uh, mm -hmm. you know, trying to put something on that isn't you. It's just you're mm -hmm. speaking that passion from your heart. And that's what I think is so great about this podcast with you is you are passionate about marketing. I mean, even if you didn't have a marketing company, you mm -hmm. would still be marketing wherever you go. Yeah, I've been doing it my whole life in one way or the other. And for me, it's a very Zen practice, the practice of, of podcasting, because you have to let it go. Mm -hmm. um, you have to understand that it's probably like a throwaway. Like if you think of all the hours you and I have spent podcasting, editing, prepping, anything like that, and what if it's just us doing it? What if it's yeah. just, you know, what's the value there? And it's just, you know, to me, it's a very be in the present. And I maybe this is getting all crazy philosophy, but <laughs> it, for me, for someone who is a very driven person, right. you know, I understand the other side of me fighting to say, where's the ROI, you know? Right. But you have to let that go sometimes. And you have to just do what feels right to you, what feels good for your brand, what feels good to yourself, what's in alignment with your values. And just let it say, if, if this is true, first of all, I know it's true about what I am, but I don't know if it's a value to someone else yet. Mm. But I'm not going to sit around and wait to find out. I'm just going to put myself out there. And it's for people to determine if it's a value. Right. And well, if it's think... not, it's not a statement. It's not that I'm not a value. It's just maybe this particular vein of thinking and talking is not a value to someone. That's fine. Right. Well, I think it's interesting that it must be a value to someone if people are actually quoting you from past right. podcasts. <laughs> yeah, for good or for bad. Maybe it's my friends and enemies listening just for fodder. <laughs> it, could, it could be. I'm going to write that down and use that against her later. <laughs> exactly. You know. Well, now, but, you know, de demystification, though, is happening everywhere. You know, from YouTube, you can watch TEDx for free. I mean, it's unparalleled access to amazing people yes. that you, in your lifetime five years ago, never could have heard or, you know, listened to. I mean, you know, Brene Brown, Seth Godin. I mean, I can just go down the list of people that, you know, you couldn't really just go, oh, well, let me hear 10 minutes of the best thing you've ever thought of. Right. You know, and it's a great equalizer. And now, you know, kind of like how we joked around about how Guy Kawasaki said that, you know, uh, social media was God's gift to entrepreneurs. Yes. It's like podcasting is God's gift to the person, to the person with something of value to say. Yeah. You and know? I think that's reflective. If you go into iTunes and you search podcasts, there's mm -hmm. like a hundred billion podcasts out there. Oh yeah, you really can find something that you love. 
Well, speaking of that, like what podcast uh, or do you even listen to other podcasts? Oh like, my goodness! And it's a requirement working at my place to listen to podcasts. Is it? So, what are some? <laughs> give me a couple of your favorites. Okay. Well, I don't want to be judged here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to give a massive shout out to my absolute favorite one. And I mean, they podcast like every other day. I don't know how they do it, but, um, I'm always behind right now. I can, I'm looking in my queue and I'm 36 episodes behind. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy because it's every other day and I, I keep up on so many other podcasts. It's not possible, but it's like a treat for me. It's seriously, it's like dessert when I'm like, Hey, I'll listen to one of these. Right. I listen to, we have concerns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> these guys, Jeff Kanata and Anthony Carboni, these guys are so hilarious. Really? And it's about, it's kind of like the Seinfeld of podcasts. It's about nothing. <laughs> I like you know? that. But yeah, seriously, you got to try it. I'm, I'm a big evangelist for We Have Concerns. Um, obviously, I have a long list of things on here for, you know, uh, for marketing. You know, I, I let me just breeze through a little bit. I, I listen to all the time uh, social media marketing, marketing over coffee, uh, marketing agents, uh, just, you know, several things like that. Uh, I listen to several podcasts from people that I've met through Emerging Women, and I listen to Chantal's Emerging Women podcast series called Grace and Fire. Right. And she interviews everybody from Gabrielle Bernstein, Christine Kane, Sarah B., Kristen Wheeler, Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, uh, it, you can go through that list, and it's basically every book that I've read in the last year and people that I've met through Emerging Women, and um, really great. That, that's a really great one. And uh, there's someone that I met through Emerging Women, uh, Callie McKenna, and she has one called Born Through Fire. But i got to tell you, this is interesting. This is an eclectic mix of stuff, and Born Through Fire is a very serious one about... Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it's about, like how people rose above very, very dark and difficult times. Really? And I'm telling you, I can only take this podcast in small doses. She does a very good job, but, um, but there's it, a lot it's, there. It it's, it's heavy. It's wow. heavy and it's good, you know, so, and it really, I think respects people's journey, but you can see, I mean, it's such a wide mix, but of oh, come on radio lab. <laughs> Please tell me you listen to radio lab. I do not. Oh my gosh. I don't Apparently know now I have to. Yeah, you really need to. Those are hilarious. Um, I listen listen to Seth Godin's startup school. Yeah. Oh, this is a great one you love. You know, I love this American Life. That was the first, po first podcast I ever listened to because I used to wait. Remember when you had to wait for when things were scheduled? Oh, yes. <laughs> and this American Life, hands down, I've listened to every episode. It's just amazing. But they had a spinoff uh, a year ago called Serial, and they go through one really detailed story for 12 weeks straight. Oh, wow. All the facts, all the, you know, mystery, all the what, and I, it is such good reporting. Wow. So I think that one's awesome. I listened yeah. to Joel Osteen, uh, mm -hmm. I, you know, because he's so freaking positive. He is. And I know people don't peg me as someone who would listen to that, and I, I find that funny, too. Um, but, you know... It's a very negative world out there. It is, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like I used to kind of make fun of or, or just kind of really probably not understand like someone who's that positive, you know. But, man, the older I get, God, I hate saying that, but the older I get, you know, it's like 
that's really refreshing. You should try it sometime, listen to it. It's not your style, I'm sure. Well, you know what? Actually, but... I've, I've listened to Olstein on Sunday morning uh-huh. sometimes. Like, if I'm if I'm up by myself and I've got coffee and I just flip on the TV, sometimes I'll mm-hmm. watch him because I really do. I, I, I agree with you. Uh-huh. I think that there are things in this world that are so bleak and... Uh-huh energy draining it's nice to hear a different message it's nice to hear that somebody you know is is telling you hey look there things can be better mm-hmm. you know things are better it's like you just have to look for them and i i appreciate what he has to say i i'm not uh, i'm not a hater of joel Steen. right well it's like looking at someone's podcast list is like looking at their cd collection here right next to joel osteen and jesus culture i have your zombie beach podcast <laughs> you know <laughs> And then it tells you what I'm in. There's other things like Tim Ferriss show or smart passive income. These are all things. How do you make more money? You know, I mean, this just tells you what I'm into. You know, I've got like reality church, Vancouver, you know, automate my small business, (laughs) you know? So it's just, you know, you really can see something about, but that, that's the point about podcasts. You can find something uh, that you love, but what are some of your favorite ones? Oh gosh. Well, I, there's a couple that I really, really love. I mean, one, first and foremost, is, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, The Nerdist? No. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's the guy who does the after show for The Walking Dead um, called <laughs> The Talking Dead. But he's like he's like the biggest nerd in the history of the world. He, it's, uh, he, he taught he, comic books, Star Wars, mm. movies, TV, mm-hmm. pop culture. It's like this guy is like, He's kind of like your best friend from high school mm-hmm. that was into all those weird offbeat things. Mm-hmm. And if you had a question about anything like who was the alien in the third Star Trek mm-hmm. that, you know, what who who was the actor that played that, he would know. Right. And and he has such great guests on this show like he I mean, he's got big name people like Weird Al Yankovic. Oh my uh, god. Oh gosh, who else has been on there uh uh Rain Wilson uh Oh, love like, him. Yeah. And He's got that new Backstrom coming out that looks so good. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, but the Nerdist, you should really check it out. It's okay. uh, uh, Chris Chris Harwood, I believe his name is. Okay. okay. But he's yeah, very funny. Gonna, you always get a gem from someone when you ask. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Nerdist is a good one, and uh, this kind of shows you where my head goes. It's like, I believe it or not, I actually go back and listen to some of my old podcasts yeah. from Zombie Beach, because uh-huh. they make me laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I I admit to that one. Our our one on um, oh, what was my favorite one that we did? Um, let me tell you what. Oh, the one uh, Pr- Priscilla practices creativity, not yoga. Oh, yes, that one yes. cracked me up. <laughs> and you know, people always get on my case that I make myself laugh. You know, and that's the you know, you know, Kenny and all my other friends right. are like, oh, here she goes. You know, because I start laughing, I can't get out the thing I'm telling you because I think it's so funny. Well, this is my point. If you don't think it's that funny, please don't share it with me. Right. If you can keep <laughs> exactly. a straight face, it's not that good to share. Yes. You know, but I I can't even take it. You know, when something gets so funny, you know, that's just kind of the way I do it. But, you know, we talked about, too, about intimacy, mm-hmm. you know, and we were talking uh, about uh, LinkedIn. And we talked about this, about kind of the creep factor. Yes. Yeah. That, you know, you do develop an intimacy with people when they're reading your stuff, when they're getting connected with you. You know, I write I write blogs out on LinkedIn as well as on my podcast. And, right. you know, again, I'm, I'm building a platform. I'm, you know, trying to really let people figure out if they want to hire me without having to be embarrassed and talk with me and decide no. Right. 
you know, just I'll give you the benefit of, look, this is my stuff out here. This is I'm going to be like this. If you come in, this is the way I am now. And this is what you can expect. And you it's awesome because they can vet you without having to do that. It, it really shortens the process. And I feel like I get much better clients now than I used to because people really do understand who I am before they come in. Right. But you get that like intimacy factor and, and you know, it, it is in some ways you kind of have to balance it because then someone says, I listen to every podcast you've ever had. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> right. Right. You're like one click away from getting a restraining order. <laughs> right. But, it, you know, like I said, it's a real compliment. And obviously we're doing something that people like. Um, we love doing it. But yeah. you have to get beyond that. There is this intimacy that people feel, you know, with you when they've heard you talk. Yes. And that gets, you know, better and better over time with podcasting. And you have to really understand what's the difference. Like we talked about that Wayne, why, like what, what is he doing? Looking at my profile it makes no sense. You know? right, right. But, you know, on the other hand, you're inviting someone's voice into your car, you know, into your bathroom. You know, I'm listening to podcasts as I'm doing, you know, as I'm straight ironing my hair, you know, right. and you know, it, it's, it's intimate. You, you bring it where you go. You bring it on vacation. I catch up on a lot of podcasts when I'm traveling. And so it's like the soundtrack of, you know, part of my life. And right. so you're inviting people into that and you can't help but feel like you're connected. I mean, I wish that, you know, Anthony Carboni and Jeff Canada would come over. Yeah. Of course, they're a little weird, so maybe not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they Put plastic on the furniture house. first. <laughs> totally. Good heavens. But, you know, that's, you know, and if you think about really good client relationships, there is intimacy. Yeah. And there is this access that you have to people and it's you, you end up getting a, what do you call it, like a shorthand with someone to develop a deep vocabulary, a shared vocabulary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you start finishing yeah. each other's sentences and <laughs> you don't, sometimes you don't even have to talk. You just look at the person. Right. So, like you know, that. I think that's, I think that's cool about it, but I do think it's funny. You should go around this week and ask your friends, well, what podcast do you listen to and look at it? Because like I said, it's like the CD list. You know, I've got John Michael Talbot right next to Metallica. Right. So, right. hey, <laughs> this is what I, it is, people. <laughs> I hear you. That's what's so funny, and I think that's what makes uh, people so interesting is that they're not one-faceted. It's, it's, uh, it, it's this feeling that, well, getting, oh, I'm getting off track. Let me get back to the podcasting thing, because this is so interesting that you brought up the fact of people listening and the intimacy. Mm -hmm. I think that it boils down to the fact that you and I are sitting here having a conversation and somebody out there is listening and they feel like they're sitting next to us mm -hmm. listening in. And I think that's where that intimacy is formed. It's like, it's like having a party that you're going to love. And if people show up, awesome. If they don't, awesome. doesn't matter. I know, but I really wish they would get up and get me another cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Stop I mean, eating all the chips. Listen, at least you can make yourself useful. <laughs> yeah, please and sweep up the floor right over there if you would. Yeah. But I think, but I think that is, I think that is true. And I, I loved how you said that it sort of begins the weeding out process because mm -hmm. if people can sit and listen to you and get an idea of where your brain's at, about where it goes, and how you think. You know, that'll help them decide whether they're a good fit for your company or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think that's I think that's great. So so in other words, this is like a pre screening process. Right. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> You've been expected. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, I also uh, it's a requirement in my place that my employees listen to my podcast. Oh, is it really? It is because I don't have time all day long to disseminate 
you know, what I'm thinking. And it's important that they always understand what I'm thinking at what time, because I'm the person out delivering to the client and they have to actually produce it. Well, it needs to be what I promised. And so I'm the primary contact with the client. I do all the selling. So what I'm selling, it's important that they understand what I've promised. Right. And so, hey, it's required. You've got to listen to it. Sorry, you've got another 40 minutes to listen to me, but nice. that's the way it is. Well, you know? then, then since they're listening... Uh, Hi, bird, I love you all. <laughs> little, little bird people, if you would send Dan Ledbetter a box of Krispy Kreme donuts, <laughs> I would be the happiest man on the planet. Thank you. End of subliminal Thank message. you, thank you. <laughs> you must turn this down for hypnotic effect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so... I I want to end this with uh, hopefully we've inspired some people to go find a podcast that they love. Go find something new. Just try just break out of your ordinary. I mean, that's we always joke around. Great, amazing things happen to you and to me because we wake up ready for it. Yes, I will try something new. Right. Right. So try something new. But I'm going to tell you the story you are going to love. Oh, lay it on me. I heard this in the NPR podcast called How to Do Everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, which sometimes I like, but sometimes it's just, I don't know. Some, one of the things I don't like about some podcasts is sometimes it gets a little too canned. Oh, yeah. Sounds like right. they're reading from scripts or something. This how like history you missed in high school or something like that. It might be interesting, especially since last time they were talking about sea monkeys and how that came about. Oh, wow. But, I'd, I'd listen to that. But yeah, you know, I'll, I'll show you that podcast. But it, it was just, it's like the two girls are almost, it feels like it's reading between them. So it doesn't feel organic to me, you know. Right. But... Um, the content's great. So, and as we all know, content wins. <laughs> content is king. So on this podcast, we're talking about this guy who, oh, so interesting. He had this interest. There was a cargo ship. No, I'm sorry. A container ship that went okay. down in the Atlantic Ocean 17 years ago. And several of these big uh, containers went off the ship uh, during a massive storm. And as they go down, which they know, you know, what happens when they fall off these these ships, they typically hit each other and can break containers open. And so a lot of times, you know, the companies know this because, you know, they have to take care of the debris or they just, you know, it's lost at sea. And but a lot of the things will wash up on shore. I mean, you you know, the beginning of all is lost. You know, he hit the container hits his boat and their shoes flying every, you know, going flying everywhere. But like, you know, the deritas of, you know. So anyway. So these containers go down. Well, one of them is full of Legos and it gets punctured. And what happens is that these Legos over the last 17 years have, there's a slow leak in this container. Oh. So they are slowly washing up shore. Well, he got interested in this because of the study of the currents. Okay, where did this go down then? And what are the underlying currents? So where are these coming to? So there was some interest and I don't know exactly how he... He basically almost because of his interest became like the source, the person he reached out to Legos, found out what was in him, you know, what things floated. So that they go into this whole story, right, about it. And what's so interesting. So he's like, okay, there's 80 pieces. And so he took he asked for a set of all of those 80 pieces, put them in his bathtub, what floated, what didn't. So he knows he's looking for certain pieces. Right. And so this is getting more and more interesting as I'm listening to it. Well, people from all over the world, there's some kind of a connect. I don't know, probably online how they found out about it. He gets sent piece Lego pieces from all over the world. And he writes back, you know, hey, this isn't a part of this piece. Thank you for sending it. You know, that's not what I'm looking for. He's looking for these particular pieces to be able to see how they track and where they went. 
Right. So most of them, as it turns out, just pretty much wash up at basically in like Cardiff or Wales in the United Kingdom. And that's kind of where it went and what the thing. But he get they're all into this whole thing. Right. And it's like getting so interesting and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden he goes, yeah, he's talking about the pieces. And he goes, wait, wait, wait. He, He says just one little thing. The guy's wait, wait. So are you did you just say that the theme of these Lego sets that went down was an underwater theme? And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that at the beginning. Yeah, it's all like Neptune City or something. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> or the Lost City of Atlantis or something <laughs> like this. So all of these pieces literally that are at the bottom of the ocean are all like the ancient city of Atlantis Lego oh pieces. God. The irony. <laughs> that is you, I'm sorry, but I would have never heard that story if I didn't subscribe to this podcast of just unusual, interesting things. So. My point is, if you want to be interesting and love the people that you're with at cocktail parties and social events, please start listening to podcasts because you get such better stories to tell all of us. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, expand your life, open your mind, you know, find something in podcasting that you like. Do, do a podcast. I mean, honestly, because I think if you are passionate enough about something, people will naturally be drawn in. Because, I mean, just when you were talking about it, like... If if I were to look at that on a piece of paper, right, about the Legos, I'd be I'd go, oh, that's kind of funny, Legos in a container washing up on shore. And that's about as far as I'd get. But the passion this guy had about it, right? Oh, and it's man. like he yeah. called Lego. People are sending him Legos. It's like he's getting this whole thing going. It's like I started getting into it. I'm going, wow, I want to know more. Yeah. No, it's and, totally great. And, I, you know, I have friends that run a very large farming operation. Well, but you know what? When I talk with them, they're so passionate about it. They have such interesting, I have such great conversations with them because they're interested in what they're doing in a way they're able to share the passion. And I'm, oh, I think on the outside, I don't think I would have been interested in farming. Right. But actually, modern farming, it's pretty darn interesting. And it's all about, you know, listening to what people really know, letting them Mm -hmm. speak about what they truly no, and 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 what they have a passion for. Yeah, but. yeah, I agree, and that and that's the thing. I think uh, I think that's the funny thing about podcasting, and I I I, be, I would love to find out who the very first podcaster was. I think that would be an interesting. Uh, Let's do a historical podcasting podcast. Yes, this week in pod, <laughs> I think is what we'll call it. Oh, so I'll, maybe I'll post a picture of my some screenshots of what's in my podcast list so people can oh, see. Oh, you totally whole, should. The That'd whole thing of it. But speaking of podcasts, you know they only get better when people give reviews. Yes, that is true, and uh, we do need to get some reviews, and uh, you can do that, ladies and gentlemen, on our iTunes page where you find this podcast so we'd love to get a review i have actually i went over there and they have a certain what is it you have to hit a certain number of reviews before they start showing up on the page right right yeah and so maybe in the review maybe you could write instead you know you can write of course a rave review about us if you'd like or you could actually put in there just if you were to podcast what would your subject be oh that could be your review and say i'm inspired to write a pod to do a podcast and it the subject would be whatever so I think rabid weasels or whatever. Hey, you know. I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I, exactly. Well, Priscilla, thank you for talking about this. I mean, it's like when I fir- when we first started talking about it, I'm going, well, I don't know how much mileage we could get out of this because it's like something I do pretty much every every day, every week, and it's it's re-energized me. It's going, oh wow, what I got to go out and start finding some really cool podcasts to listen to now. Yeah, exactly. So 
listeners, of course, we want to find out what you're passionate about and find out what you would podcast about if you were to start a podcast. So if you would, like Priscilla mentioned earlier, head on over to our iTunes page and leave us a note and a review about this podcast. Of course, you can always leave a comment on the Little Bird Facebook page, on the Little Bird website, or wherever you downloaded this podcast from. So for Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast, this is Dan Ledbetter along with Priscilla McKinney saying have a great and podcast-filled day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.